Welcome to C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brett Allen here chatting with actor Julie Tolliver about her new project, Flashman is in Trouble on FX, and just a big cavalcade of other projects. Thanks for your time. It's a pleasure to meet you and chat with you about nice this to fun meet show. You. Yeah, we were laughing before we started taping when we'd already hit record um, <laughs> about some things. Uh, we may throw that in there at the end because that stuff's always fun. I think they uh, might want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, they might. Well, congratulations on this project. This is Thank just a you. really great show. And FX, I think, has found their sweet spot for this type of show and content. Just very smartly written, funny, and it just has some great people attached to it, present company included. If people haven't watched, what can they expect? Um, well, the show is, I mean, it's about a lot of things, but... Uh... It's a lot about marriage, middle age, all the things that we think should be occurring in middle age and the, yeah. the things that really occur. Um, but divorce, shared custody. Um, there's been a lot of interesting talk about the different themes of the show. But mm -hmm. um, Jesse Eisenberg plays a liver specialist in a hospital and he is uh, married to Claire Danes and then divorced to Claire Danes. And it's kind of about their divorce and how they navigate that, how they navigate the shared custody of their children. And then of course, Jesse is sort of rediscovering himself through the age of internet dating and things like that. But um, I think it's about a lot of stuff, I think. Yeah. Well, as a 49 year old who has been through all of the things and concurrently is still is, I find the show <laughs> highly relatable in many different ways. Yeah. Uh, from everything. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, we have a, and I will say this because I know that she might watch this and she has watched my son's mother. Our relationship is not as convoluted as this show, but I get the idea. Well, that's good. Congratulations. Co <laughs> yeah. Co-parenting. We have a very good relationship, but this is not a therapy session for me, <laughs> but um, we do we well. We can do that later. Yeah, we could do that later. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I get it. It makes perfect sense. And you can tell oftentimes when these things are written, it comes from personal experience for maybe one of the writers or something that they've dealt with. So you look at it and go, this makes sense. You know, it's not like just some writer's room off somewhere in the Valley that's trying to come up with quirky, funny things. It makes mm -hmm. perfect sense. What was yeah. it a, about it that attracted you to the project specifically? Um, well, it's extremely relatable, as you were saying, for a lot of people. It's very real and raw. Um, I live in New York and lived there a long time, uh, minus a few years here and there in L.A., but um, it really is uh, 
in some ways, I mean, it's, it's very resonant with people who live in New York, married people in New York. So that, of course, got my attention. Uh, the people working on it um, got my attention. Um, I've always admired Claire and Jesse's work. Um, and I, I have to say, I didn't know much about uh, Lizzie Kaplan's uh, work or, or her as an actress, but she's fantastic on the show. Oh, she's great. And um, she's so great. And uh, I just think the writing is really smart. And as you said, it it's it's very personal. It doesn't seem like it's just sort of being created to be funny or kitschy. Like it's right. it's very real. And sometimes I feel like uncomfortably so. But I think that that's a lot of time like why we watch television, why we watch movies is because we either want to learn or see something of our own lives reflected. Um, just so that kind of we know we're not on the journey of life on our own. Uh, and um, I don't know, that's kind of what I appreciated about the show. Also, there was this interesting thing about uh, Karen and her her trip to uh, Las Vegas and all the funny, crazy things she did. And uh, I'm originally from New Orleans, so uh, I could relate a little bit to those things. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, uh. there was just, I don't know, there was a lot of, uh, I just feel like it, it touches a lot of people in a deep place and, and it did for me, so. Yes, yes, agreed. And Lizzie is fantastic from her early yeah. days on Party Down, on Stars, and then Truth Be Told, and just other things along the way that she has done. The cast is really smart. And again, your character in particular is fun to watch because I think we do enjoy that uncomfortableness watching things happen on screen and going, yeah. man, I've maybe been through that or thank God I haven't been through that. Or how would I respond if I did go through that? I didn't, I'm not really <laughs> sure how one might come out of that. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that's what makes it fun. Do you find yourself, obviously you, you mentioned you've had some shared experiences, but with other characters that you've played, do you find yourself always attaching to that character and maybe finding something in you that's part of them that you've played on screen? Uh, I think you kind of have to. Uh, okay. It's it's impossible. I mean, at least I feel that it's impossible to completely separate yourself from a character. And I think it's human nature to want to relate to, God, I don't know, maybe your friends or like even as an actor, it's impossible to disassociate yourself from the character you're playing. However, I will say that, you know, sometimes you have to do that more than others, obviously. Um, and that's part of acting. I mean, that's why why I train. That's why anyone trains and coaches. And the more I think distant you are from the character, um, the more you have to use your imagination and kind of create those imaginary circumstances so that you can actually inhabit the person that you're playing. Yes. It's funny that you mentioned that just where my mind went. We had, we were doing press for a film and one of the actors, his name escapes me, but he played Dexter's brother on Dexter on Showtime for the first few seasons yeah, and, I love Dexter. <laughs> yeah, and but the the point he was making is is like, yeah, I'm not really a psychopath or a murderer in life, but I think we all have a little bit of maybe some of those things inside of us. Uh, we just don't like to admit it. And I think what makes acting so believable and fun is that there are pieces, as you mentioned, that you can connect with. And well, yeah, and, it and makes also it you can't sort of create this. Say, for example, like if you're playing a murderer or someone that uh i don't know a, a really i don't know sub villain or something and you can't just sort of create this caricature you have to make them human so right. whether that's finding pieces of yourself or someone that's close to you so that they're not a caricature but an actual human being so yeah 
Well, you do a good job. It's very believable. And I think well, we thanks. find ourselves absolutely <laughs> laughing uh, and, or maybe going, should I be laughing at this? Is this really Never. funny? Or this is so damn true that it's uncomfortable. But I think that's where you can find success in a project, right? Is if you hear mm -hmm. feedback from the audience and they go, this is really good, almost too good, but in a positive way, if that well, makes that's sense. What, yeah, I mean, the the scene with Jesse, um, where, you know, he's having this dream about, uh, I play Karen Cooper, this patient of his, and he has this dream about me. And um, I go in there and, and um, the whole, there's like a, face licking thing that happens. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, but, That's all right. We'll be, we'll be okay. <laughs> it, it was, uh, yeah, I think it's okay. Um, but it kind of happened uh, like a spur of the moment on set. And they were like, well, what if, what if this happens? I think it was Robert Pulcini who was, uh, and his wife, Shari, who were directing that episode. And they were like, what, what if? And um, at the time uh, I was actually pregnant and Jesse was very concerned that there might be something toxic in his makeup. He's, he's very sweet. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so he was, uh, he made this comment. He said, hey, is it okay? Is there hemlock in my makeup or should we be? I was like, I think it's okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I love it. Casey just popped in. So I do. Oh, good. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll draw attention to her. Um, very cool. Well, I always like to ask this because I find it fascinating. Mm -hmm everybody's journey as an actor is different. Where mm -hmm. did that begin for you? Was it something that you were naturally attracted to or did it happen later and make you go, okay, I, I think this is something that I would like to do full-time versus something different. Um, I, I was very young. I started doing theater. I think I was like five or six and I just loved it. I loved being on stage. I liked the imaginary world of all of it. Plus, I really loved creative people. So getting to do something that I loved and be around people that I really connected with and I liked being around was a win-win. And so I just kept doing it. I kept doing it. And yeah, I went to school and I I studied and then went straight to New York. And I know that's kind of a stereotypical story and uh, I wish it was a little bit more interesting, but yeah, it's, it's kind of always been me. It's, it's in, it's in my blood. It's, it's who I am. You know, it's interesting, even when you're not acting, I mean, we've all had those moments as actors where, you know, it's, it's, you know, a few months or God forbid, you know, a year or so before you, you get a job or you get a job that you really want to do. And, you know, you wonder, God, am I still an actor? And for me, I keep coming back to yes, because it's not, it's not related to whether you're working or not. It's just sort of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would be very easy to give up, especially if, yeah, I mean, a month or two is a very small time frame, <laughs> especially when two years comes like a pandemic, like we were talking about and people yeah, yeah. are wondering if they're ever going to go back to work again, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's so the comforting thing. If there is a comforting thing about that was that, you know, everybody was kind of in the same boat and we were all going, God, is this industry ever going to come back? Right. And the answer is yes. And, you know, it's, it's came back slowly and in different ways with lots and lots of COVID testing. Um, but yeah, it is back and, you know, thank God for that. So. Yeah. There were a lot of people who were just doing it and taking risks and saying, let's just figure it out. I don't know if you saw that Netflix film windfall with Jason Siegel but he was talking in an interview about the fact that mm -hmm. you just, it was like, we have to figure something out and get creative to make this work because other people are doing it. And yeah. as a side note, your story, I, I always find it interesting 
it could be New York, could be LA, but that's like, I think how the path begins for most people. So why New York versus LA? Was there something that attracted you to one versus the other? Was it family? Well, I, uh, I studied theater in school. And so okay. that was the natural progression to New York for me. Um, I Broadway. started off doing theater and yeah, doing Broadway and doing theater in the city and, um, and around the country regionally. And then I worked in the theater for a long time in New York, uh, which I guess you could say is my first love. And then I moved up to LA and started doing more TV and film and my husband's business kind of took off and found myself back in New York. So it's funny how that kind of comes full circle, but no, there are things that I love about both cities. Uh, I mean, God, the weather in LA, I mean, it sounds like a stereotype, but it's definitely to be considered. I I'm from new Orleans originally, like I said, and so I could never get used to the winters in New York. They just, they do not agree with me. However, um, the city does have like a definite vibe. It has a soul. I mean, the people there are kind of, I don't know. I hate to say they're more gritty than people in LA because LA. No, has I've heard that hundreds of, of times. Literally. I mean, I know, but it's, it's, I mean, listen, you can kind of find each city has its, has its soul. It's just kind of walks to a different rhythm. You know, it just, you have to kind of find your groove and find like-minded people no matter where you live. And I kind of feel like you can do that anywhere. So. I've heard that dozens of times before, like mm -hmm. New York, especially on the comedy side, you know, LA is a bunch of industry, not knocking any of that, but no, New no. York is really where you can cut your teeth and it's, you're like, this is where I'm going to do it. I think that's yeah, great. There, I mean, but there, there are lots of people that I know in LA who are creating work. I mean, actors yeah. and creatives in LA really are extremely proactive in a way that, I mean, I, I, I don't, I haven't always seen in New York. I mean, people are writing their own stuff. They're really hitting the pavement. So it's not that it's not happening in LA. No, I agree with you. Yeah. One yeah. last question. Mm -hmm. Again, just looking at your career and all the things that you've done, including this one, is there something not that you're just throwing scripts away every day necessarily, but <laughs> is there something very few people get to do that? Is there something that you look for in a project that's important to you? Um, I think just knowing that the script resonates with you. And, you know, like I said before, part of the reason that I was, I was drawn to this was, you know, because of the team that was attached to it, uh, not only the actors, but also the directors and knowing that the things that they've worked on in the past, um, I don't know, it's kind of like when you meet somebody, right? And you're dating and you're like, why is it that I'm drawn to this person? And sometimes you don't have the answers. Um, you just know when, when it's a good fit and when it's not. So, yeah. And then sometimes you might be like asking the same question years later. <laughs> <I'm> going, <laughs> Why am I? Interested? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love it. Well, congratulations, Julie, on this project. Fleischman is in trouble on Thank FX. You. When can we expect new episodes? Oh goodness, um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it was originally, I think, intended to be a limited series, but um, who knows? Maybe there will be more. But I'll leave that. I'll leave that question mark in the air hanging. Lovely. Well, congratulations. I love your work in this and other things that you've done. Thank you for your time. It was a pleasure meeting Thanks, you Brett. and chatting with you. Absolutely.